Greetings, friends. Um, Louise Eddington, Cosmic Owl with Cosmic Owl Astrology. I promised you a solstice video as well as um, my usual new moon videos. So I'm recording this on June the 20th and the um, actual solstice itself or the moment that the sun moves into um, into cancer is at 5.13 a.m. Washington, in, in Washington, D.C., Eastern Time. And so that will be um, 3.13 a.m. for Mountain Time, 2.13 a.m. Pacific, and 10.13 a.m. in the U.K. <laughs> Everybody else will have to uh, do their own time zones. There's too many time zones for me to look at them all. And uh, the solstice is the moment that the sun moves to zero cancer. Now, most of what I'm going to say applies to the northern hemisphere, but I will talk about the southern hemisphere too, because the sun moves to zero cancer, whether it's in the north or the south. And um, of course, it's midwinter for the southern hemisphere and midsummer for the um, northern hemisphere. So in the Northern Hemisphere, we're celebrating the sun, we're celebrating the longest day. Um, but in the Southern Hemisphere, you are celebrating the start of the longer days beginning to return. And we're um, at the point of release where the days are going to start getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And it's the wheel of the year. The zero uh, cardinal points, the world points, the world axis are when the seasons begin and the light begins to shift. We have the two solstices, the December solstice, um, when the sun goes to zero Capricorn and the, um, the June solstice when the sun goes to zero Cancer. And um, I have a cancer, zero Cancer baby, so I was actually giving birth on the summer solstice in the year 2000, which was quite magical, to be quite honest. And um, of course, then we also have the equinoxes, the um, half days between when um, the sun moves into zero, oh gosh, <laughs> zero Libra, zero Aries. So zero Aries being the, the spring in the northern hemisphere, the fall in the southern, southern hemisphere or autumn, and zero Libra being the autumn or fall in the northern hemisphere and vice versa in the southern hemisphere. Hope that makes sense. All right, so I just pulled some cards for this particular solstice. This is kind of give you a little, a little astrological overview for the chart for the solstice for the moment that the sun moves into Cancer. <coughs> I'm going to look at it at Washington DC just to kind of get a feel for what might be coming for the year ahead, uh, particularly for the US. But we're going to look at the general astrology as well. But first, I pulled some cards. So these are for all of us. And the first I, card I pulled is the priestess. And this is inner wisdom, ancient knowledge, spirituality, subconscious and the divine yin or divine feminine. So, you know, this is what we're all being called to at the moment. And, and the astrology does reflect that, as you will see, both, um, both individually and um and collectively in the US. 
but I want you to really kind of focus on this and, and this is kind of what you're aiming to become. We keep talking about the re, re, rise of the divine feminine. Now for me, the rise of the divine feminine doesn't mean necessarily just women particularly. It's more that energy of the moon, of receptivity, of emotional intelligence, and bringing that into wholeness with the yang energy. That's part of a symposium I've been taking part of about how we bring all these opposites together. I'm actually on a panel um, tomorrow for it. Um, so uh, there you go. So what could hold you back from this in this next season through this next three month period? Well, then I pulled the uh, Six of Swords, which is the Mercury and Aquarius card, which is the science card, which kind of made me chuckle a little bit with um, with the uh, questioning, shall we say, of science, of science these days and, um, and so on and so forth. Not saying that anybody uh, should not question things but um it kind of made me chuckle anyway i'm sure most of you get the idea what i'm talking about and this it relates to mercury and aquarius but but um when it's reversed this is really about saying we're being stuck in the past and not letting go aquarius is a very futuristic sign and we are moving into the age of aquarius at some point so this is kind of suggesting to me that our old stuck rigid thinking is really holding us back like thinking it's always been this way so um it's always got to be that way that kind of thing even though everything has always changes are constant and always has been so just think about where your own personal rigid thinking has perhaps been holding yourself back or stuck in old ideas um not letting go of old ideas and that also kind of makes me laugh because I got the hanged man as the final card. And, and that's about letting go perception, perspective, waiting, enlightenment and trust. OK, but well, I did pull this reversed. So this is saying that this is the possibility, too, that we may be stuck in victimhood, um, procrastination, stagnation and disconnection from source. So that brings me back to the high priestess. With the answer, as it always seems to be, is within, to go within and start trusting your inner knowing and to start having faith and trusting process and trusting the cycle of change and trusting um, your, that you know what you need to do. So, all right, so let's look at the astrology a little bit. <laughs> but before I do, before I... Um, dive into the astrology i do actually want to oh goodness where's it gone there it is i actually do want to give a plug for my current podcast sponsor for one of my current podcast sponsors this is susto s-u-s-t-e-a-u susto hair care this is just genius to my mind um, your hair will thank you and our planet will thank you too if you switch to Susto. This is moon dust hair wash and this is just, why is this genius? It's powdered, powdered shampoo 
all right it's it comes in a very you can see how big this is this um is uh, equivalent of eight um eight ounce liquid shampoo bottles it's a powder to liquid formula so you just wet your hands and you sprinkle it over your hand spread it out not um not all in one blob foam it up and wash your hair and and uh, you know it it just takes less water because most shampoos are water less packaging this packaging is also recyclable and and just it's just I can't I can't believe nobody thought of this before of course there's no trouble with Susto with going through TSA because there's no liquids so you don't have to do the three ounce thing or check your bags or buy those little extra containers to put your shampoo in I'm just like why did nobody ever think of this before and even if you're not traveling, it's just the less packaging, it's more eco-friendly, um, it makes your hair feel lovely as well. So I also uh, tried this before as well. And they also sent, they also do some other cute little bits too that could help your hair care. And this is in sustainable materials too, recycled. This is a little clip they sent me, but they do some other things. So go to susto.com, S-U-S-T-E-A-U.com and use um, code COSMIC for 15% off. If you use my code, you'll get the 15% off without having to kind of uh, sign up for their emails. And But you will also <laughs> support this podcast because, um, you know, I, I'm going to get a little, um, little bit of money for every Susto purchase so um, there you go susto moon dust hair wash good for the planet good for your hair saying cisco and the closed captioning but uh, it's susto susto <laughs> you know it's not getting that one Anyway, let's move on with the astrology and don't forget to subscribe to my channel while you're here. It gives me a thumbs up and hit the little bell so you get a new, um, a little alert when um, I upload new videos. So here's the solstice chart. This is set for DC. So whilst I'm not really a predictive astrologer, I'm going to go by my feelings for um for this chart for DC for the US for the next three months. Now, the first thing that jumps out at me is that the sun is in the first house. Is the US kind of looking at its identity and kind of re um, rebirthing its identity over the next period? I kind of think it is with what's going on. Now, the other thing that jumps out at me is that it's 21 degrees Gemini ascendant and the ascendant is, you know, the uh, communication or the looking at both sides or the coming together of community. And and will there be a coming together? Is there some uh, meeting in the middle, some diplomacy, some communication that can bring people back to the middle here in in um, the USA over the next three months or at least begin to. The other major thing that uh, jumps out at me is first of all the majority of the planets are on 
this hemisphere of the chart, which is very much about assertion and going our own way. So is it asserting our own identity again? Hmm, perhaps so. There's a lot going on behind the scenes here with all this 12th house energy. And, and this is also the house associated with with Pisces and with Neptune and with real, the collective unconscious feeling into that. Now, it's in traditional astrology, it's called the um, House of Hidden Enemies. But with all of this energy going on in the 12th house, for my mind, it feels like there is an awful lot going on about the scenes and an awful lot that's going to be revealed. I love that the North Node the Taurus North Node, which is kind of our karmic potential, where, where we're being pulled towards, is in Taurus in that 12th house. And with um, no matter what you think of him as the president, um, with those words, um, returning the soul of the country, that feels very much about moving towards more sustainability, refer returning to more um serving the collective we can hope i'm a bit of an idealist so who knows <laughs> yeah, we do have mars chiron and eris in here shaking things up a little bit in groups and organizations and bring perhaps bringing some healing um you know this is is uh, i don't know that's a bit both ways to my mind i like that chiron's there um, you know, and some groups and organizations certainly need shaking up with that's Eris in there. Mars in Aries indicates there could be a little bit of butting of heads between groups and tribes and organizations, if you like. Um, but, uh, you know, mm, not sure what I think about that. The other area that's huge is the 10th house, and that's the public reputation space. Now, on the midheaven is Aquarius and Uranus is in the 12th house. Now, I think there's going to be some revolutionary changes and breakups. Um, you know, I'm hoping they won't be violent. Mars in this 11th house, which is kind of associated with um, Uranus and um, Aquarius too, might indicate some friction, but does that surprise anybody? But one thing I do like about this area is we have Vesta Nessus, which is um, Centaur saying the buck stops here. And Neptune, all in Pisces in the moon, returning us to that more connected, un collective, unconscious kind of energy. But that is intercepted. The moon is in Aries, conjunct Jupiter. So um, a little bit more kind of assertion, I think. Um, it could be as much as asserting um, asserting their dominance again. Saturn retrograde in the ninth house. Now that's interesting. Saturn in Aquarius is, are we kind of losing uh, or m mastering rather some of the uh, belief that we were um, the leaders of the free world and all that kind of thing. Saturn is going back over that, finding some truths, mastering some truths, and, and revisiting something, and, and clamping some hands down, actually, on, on a few things. Pluto is um, over here in the eighth, 
transforming our most intimate relations as a country series is over here saying we have to nurture ourselves and look after our own first of all it's how we're kind of nurture and how we like to be nurtured and this is more about our um uh, self-esteem and self-worth as a nation so you know there's just a few of my guesses you know i'm not really a predictive astrologer but it just it kind of feels like, uh, you know, the public uh, space is a big focus this, this next three months for the US in general. And the, um, the polarities in Gemini as people kind of, you know, seeing things from both sides. But is there room to kind of bring it together as we reassert our identity? Let's hope. So in general, I am just going to edit this and take it to a zero Aries chart. So we're not looking at the angles at all. Okay, just looking at the uh, chart itself for all of us. You know, there's a huge, huge emphasis on um, the first signs of the zodiac. I think collectively on a personal level, if you know what I mean, or each of us personally, we've been going through the past couple of years, this extreme time of transformation and alchemy. And we are rediscovering and re being reborn out identity wise. This year, this next three months for each of us, uh, the energy, we have the moon, Jupiter, Chiron, Mars, and Eris, all in Aries, the sign of I am. This is really about, you know, emotional, emotionally deciding who we are, expansion of who we are. Chiron, healing that um, aggressive side. I know I've felt that myself. I've, I've moved much more towards my Libra North Node with all this Aries energy. And I look forward to more of that. Um, because we're definitely kind of moving into, you know, or, or away from this me first, me first, me first energy. The downside of that, of course, is that some will just go, no, me first. <laughs> I come first. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But then the crux of all this, all this Taurus energy. So for the next three months, we've got Uranus in Taurus. He's been there for a while. The North Node in Taurus conjunct Pallas Athena but we also have Venus in the sign of um, her own sign Taurus setting the scene for the next quarter of the year with um, Sedna also in Taurus sustainability values um, strong roots we really are getting down to uh, roots and basic it feels like okay with the sun in Cancer, of course, being about um, how, you know, uh, our family identity as a family and, and series in uh, Cancer being that. I've seen this kind of building for a while, but, you know, this emphasis on this quadrant of the chart, we've got a, some letting go here of our attachment to organisations, uh, the public rules um, and all that kind of thing. Now we're more focused on 
bringing it down to who am I and who am I in relation to this material world and my values and who am I in a community, okay, which is very Gemini and who am I in my family? So, you know, this is, we, yes, the sun's always at zero cancer on the solstice, but we do not always have this much in here. And we're on a balsamic moon now, they're just after the last quarter, right on the solstice. So we are letting go of some old ways and old attachments. And that brings me kind of back to that card of saying, if we hang on to rigid old ideas and thoughts, that's going to be our downfall. So I'm just, um, yeah, I'm going to read you the a couple of symbols, I think, for um, all of this. But I will do have one other sponsor. I'm very kind of lucky at the moment to have sponsors. And this is Fume. Um, I used to smoke years ago. I stopped smoking in 2005. And it's the best thing I ever done. Such freedom, freedom from all that money, freedom from the smell of tobacco all the time, freedom from that habit. Okay. And notice I don't say given up because I don't think I have gave up anything because it was actually a weight around my neck <laughs> or my foot. Well, anyway, one of the hardest um, things about giving up or about stopping the weed and smoking was the habit, putting things in your mouth, that sucking thing, you know, when you've got something to think about going and go. <sighs> anyway. Um, along comes fume there's various other things but I like this one because again it's sustainable it's wood so you know when you're done with it this will eventually decompose it's not adding more plastics into the world it has these lovely flavored cores that you um they're called cores that you can put in there's various flavors they're all natural there's no tobacco in it at all and so this is fume f-u-m with an umlaut over the u fume.com and again my code is cosmic for 10 percent off and i can guarantee if you take a look at this i, I let a friend try it and um, i did actually disinfect afterwards and they they've actually gone and bought their own because um this is a real habit thing so whether you you'd like to stop smoking or if you have stopped smoking but still struggle with replacing the habit, give Fume a try. It's um, it's really good and it's about creating positive habits. So the actual website is www.breathefume.com. So that's B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M.com. And again, it's all, it's chemical free, it's sustainable, all the packaging's recyclable too. Everything's um, very ethical um, because when I was approached to see if I wanted to have some sponsors on my show, I said I only wanted kind of green and ethical sponsorships. Okay, so right on to a little bit of... Um, so the zero cancer, um, Chandra symbol, I posted it in my post today, but it's actually, we go to cancer one, is a potter at work. 
carving out a sacred place to, for what you care about to flourish. Remember I said we were our values, giving your all to a task or project, a way of life or shared stream, socio-culturally gifted, selecting out what you feel, pulled to cultivate and foster and eliminating all other factors. You feel nurture, nurturing, sustaining, giving, but unwilling and unable to recognize and come to terms with shadows and difficulties. So intent upon creating a perfect world or vessel that you miss whatever you do not want to see. And this is a precarious edge to walk. Now I'm gonna um, suggest that that's a bit of a caution for not getting so focused on um, perfection and on um, done being better than perfect. And it's a big caution to myself for what I wanna create for this quarter. So there you go. The um, Sabian symbol for the first degree of cancer is on a ship, the sailors lower an old flag and raise a new one. A radical change of allegiance exteriorized in a symbolic act, a point of no return. And I find that interesting with the zero cancer being in the first house of identity um, in the US chart. So I'm going to kind of leave you with that. The, concept, the fundamental word is reorientation. It's definitely going to be a, um, an interesting quarter with this very concentrated solstice chart with everything kind of being squashed on one side of the chart. Just let me share again if um, if you're on video, if you're on audio, please know it's uh, or most of the energy is in the Eastern Hemisphere, which is more about self-assertion and identity out in the world, less concerned with others, which is could be a good thing for the US, right? Less concerned with um, what other countries are doing and more concerned with their own identity. Hmm, could be a very good thing. Um, it's extremely concentrated, to be quite honest, in um, even, oh, let me change the house chart back again. Sorry. Okay. But um, I do find it interesting that Saturn and Pluto are over here in the relationship houses, changing our relationships and changing all our most intimate relationships. So we'll see where this is going, right? Um, I'll, I plan on doing these uh, at every solstice. And by the way, I think this is for the next six months, really. We do have the equinox, but this is we have six months between the solstices. So. Uh, it's it's a guide to where we're going that's for sure so anyway thanks for listening hope you enjoy these extra videos i'm doing i love to have your comments love to have your thumbs up and always love to have your subscriptions much later <laughs>